Welcome to the StockFam Investor Education Podcast. Whether you're a seasoned investor or one of the millions of people entering the market for the first time, StockFam provides the fundamentals to help you grow your wealth. This is a podcast for investors. We give quality companies the chance to tell their stories while providing you with the tools to invest wisely. If you want to get out in front of the herd instead of being a part of it, join us at StockFam. This episode of the StockFam podcast, Hammy welcomes back the founder and CEO of Adoro Clean Technologies, Ofer Vikas. They are also joined by Abe Dyke, VP of Strategy and Business Development. In this corporate update, they discuss the company's first major milestone by achieving a successful third-party validation of their hydrochemolytic process from Dr. Paul Charpentier which will now allow them to progress on various fronts and help lead them towards commercialization. Ofer and A provide insight on what the company has planned in the coming one to two years, including the execution of pilot programs and attaining more customers in order to accelerate their business. Moreover, they expand on some of their processing activities in relation to plastics and bitumen and how they will continue to build their business by developing relationships with companies around the world, including the continuation of their ongoing work with various organizations such as Switch Energy and Brightlands. Some final words to investors will shed light on how revenue generation can be achieved in the non-so-distant future, and also why Adoro is an attractive ground-level investment opportunity. Without further delay, we welcome Adoro Clean Technologies. Congratulations. Today is a huge milestone, a third-party validation of your technology. So, Ofer, uh, please uh, tell us what this means for, for Adoro, uh, the significance of this milestone. Uh, we've been waiting for this for a little bit, and it's finally come to light, so you guys must feel uh, pretty good today. Uh, very proud. It was a busy and, and uh, a long journey uh, on one hand. On the other hand, it was, uh, thank you very much for having us, first of all. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, on this congratulation, really, we need to say um, a word for the team, for the scientific team, the Adoro team that has been working so hard days and nights to produce that type of validation. And of course, to our lenders uh, that they hold on and waited a long time, just a, a mark of, uh, of loyalty, of how investors uh, passion and see what we're doing on one hand, and on the other hand, us executing. So maybe the first significant point of it is, is uh, working with us, uh, with investors, telling them what we are doing and uh, what we intend to do and then executing on that. That will be a, um, something I'd like to record because it was not as straightforward. We had to go to those investors and explain what we're doing. Um, as, as for the actual uh, validation, um, this, the process was, <clears throat> um, you know, we, we needed to show that, um, that we can move beyond the laboratory uh phase and in order to do so you need to work on a continuous flow phase so the, the scientific of it was was all done we knew what we are doing but of course uh, every investor is is interested to see that you can do something commercially and earn money out of it and so this this validation basically uh tells everyone that we can run the process on a continuous flow really which means later most of the processes that are out there that are commercial are continuous flow so that resembled that as for the commercial implication of it this is yet to be seen because now it's about optimizing and, and 
continue building the economic model that is related. But I have to say that this is not stopping at, uh, at Bitumen at all. Everything that we've learned from, from issues concerning that process, from reactor design to, to issues, uh, you know, in terms of the reaction itself, has uh, helped us tremendously to, to move to other applications such as the plastic, which is a hot topic, as you know, and everyone wants to know. So, so there is correlation for that as well. Excellent. Abe, can you add a little bit to, to the first milestone, what that kind of means for Duro and, you know, just some of your thoughts around that? Yeah, certainly. Uh, and thank you uh, for having us on StockFam and uh, allowing us to update, um, you know, your followers on where we're at. Uh, so first milestone, as Ofer said, it, it uh, does give recognition to those early investors who uh, um, provided uh, debt to us. And you'll notice that this uh, first milestone also uh, triggers, you know, releasing some of those shares, those special warrants. And, uh, you know, it uh, is in recognition that uh, um, their patience is, uh, will pay off. Uh, it also, you know, validates that uh, somebody uh, else also recognizes the work that we've done on a scientific level. So third-party validation by Dr. Paul Chapentier reviewed the work that we had done, and, and uh, it's a recognition that uh, we are able to run you know, our hydrochemolytic process, which is a novel new approach uh, to deconstructing macromolecules, uh, that we can do it not just in bench scale, but we can do it in uh, continuous flow. So that lends itself, as Ofer was saying, really well to that path of commercialization. And um, uh, I've, uh, I'll also acknowledge that uh, I've uh, seen and heard uh, comments from people asking about, uh, you know, what has taken you guys so long? It's a 10 year long path. and, and um, We've been in stealth mode in that uh, 10 years because we've identified, um, you know, here we're talking today about uh, first milestone and, and its uh, application to bitumen upgrading. And, and uh, Ofer mentioned that our focus today is largely on plastics because there's a large demand in that area. But we didn't just take a, a you know, a, a quick path from one to the other. We stayed in stealth mode for a long time because we started learning, you know, what is relevant in one area actually has application other from renewables to plastics and bitumen and it was really in uh, late 2020 that we wrapped all of that knowledge that ip up in a, our latest uh, patent filing and so uh, you know it does seem like a long time but it really for us to have wrapped it up and and secured that ip it uh, has been a short time and so we've uh, from the time of our our rto and our listing to now our first milestone um it has happened with uh, it much quicker than we had anticipated. You know, in our filings, we thought 24 months uh, was the window we would give ourselves. And so we're well within, um, what are we now? Less than a year. April, April, less than a year. So yeah, we're happy to have uh, reached this milestone. You know, you've heard me say previously that we thought we would have uh, be able to announce the first milestone uh, numerous times. And, but uh, COVID has um, impacted that significantly, whether it's, you know, start and stop at the lab and at Western, you know, we get momentum and then we need to stop and, and nobody can work or whether it's our third party labs that are testing our materials, they get shut down or supply chain uh, implications where we are ordering materials and they take longer than we had anticipated. And indeed we had some mechanical uh, breakdowns and then replacement of those parts uh, took a little longer and, and they were unexpected. And so, um, you know, it's been a little while for us to get to first milestone uh, from what we anticipated, but we're well within the, uh, you know, 24 months that we had anticipated as part of the RTO. Eight minutes. Yeah. 
may I comment, Graham? Just two, yeah, two words, a uh, few words on on Abe's comment. So first of all, the just the important to mention that uh, the shares that we are releasing are shares that are all you know most of them are released to management, and so uh, they're staying in escrow. Nothing is happening to the investors right. from BFP. And the loyal debt owners that are now doing conversion and celebrating, they've been waiting for five years. They're definitely looking for the upside. They're not going to sell at this point of time um, based on what we understand. And, and you know, they, they can do whatever they want, but it, it just uh, shows you how willing they, they were, you know, uh, what's this, the level of, of uh, a strong willingness to, to stick to us and to help us doing it. The other item that Abe mentioned about... Um, but uh, you know, maybe a lengthy time. Uh, although we did it in less than they anticipated, so we gave us two years, and we did it in uh, less than a year. I mean, the first milestone is a, is a, maybe a technical o o um, operation. It, it didn't stop us to continue with business development, with activity, future activities. Uh, investors will see two things that happening in the next uh, two years, which is accelerated mode of two items based on uh, first and foremost uh, uh putting a pilot in the ground and demonstrating what we we see but second <clears throat> we we are working ourselves and we've been not conditioned to the first muscle because we knew we can deliver it we've been working to to with potential potential customers and i imagine that investors will see some of this coming up in the next year as well so you know that that nothing stopped us the, the first muscle was not a it wasn't a go, no go. It was more a, a, a complementary to the work we're doing anyway. Uh, and so that's how we see things. And from this point, I guess, there'll be a much more rapid acceleration of our work. Excellent. Yeah, you, you mentioned, you know, the execution from time of, of listing. And you can go back to the very first time that yeah. you know, you, we talked uh, with you guys. And, you know, the, the expectations were set up very reasonably. So it, it's kind of surprising to hear that there's some people that are, are asking why is it taking so long? But I mean, technology takes a while to build up. And you talk about IP, um, you need to be quiet. Um, you know, I, like a lot of these tech companies, you need to protect what you're what you're doing so that uh, somebody else can't come along and swoop it up, right? So, you know, I think, you know, if you go back to that very first interview and you talk about execution, I think you guys kept the timelines very reasonable. You're within those timelines. And as an investor, that's really all you can ask. And at this point, you know, seeing the third party validations more, to me, it's kind of a de-risking moment. You mentioned these these warrants coming out and, and trading's like, you know, why would somebody want to sell at this point when you're just, you're at the start line at this point, basically, I, I feel, right? Absolutely. So yeah. so let's let's talk a little bit about the next 12 to 24 months. You say you're going to be able to accelerate um, on things. So what's, what's going to be kind of the main focus? Is it going to be the bitumen? Is it going to be the plastics, renewables? Uh, how do you see the next 12 to 24 months uh, shaping out? Right. So, so I have to say that plastics takes uh, a lot of oxygen. I mean, the, the, the heat from the market and we have been received more business requests than we could handle uh, mm. at this time for, for the plastic. And so, you know, we listen to what customers and what investors want, and that's what's uh, going to drive us. The bitumen, of course, is follow up. Uh, we are committed to the bitumen as well as to the plastic. And so we are operating in two realms. The first is to build a pilot. Uh, that will demonstrate the plastic the plastic activity specifically we're starting with the one um uh, type of material but uh, we will expand it later and um we are now at the final stage of commissioning a specific unit that we need in order to demonstrate the commercial viability of the bitumen so the bitumen is a little bit more complex it's just a little bit more complex uh, activity right in the background that is going on so over the next uh, 12 to 18 months the investors will see 
us moving up from university to a, a larger labs of our own. And, and the setting there is not just to be more comfortable, it's to be actually be able to accept customers and have unit in place to test it, which we are doing already, but we don't publish it. And the second item is the buildup of uh, uh, maybe a pre-commercial pre unit, a pilot unit. Uh, it's a process, it will take some time, but we are aware work is well on the go. And, and now it's a, in between, I'd say, you know, uh, investigating more in the lab and engineering that are exchanging uh, ways and ideas of how to do best things. Excellent. So you mentioned, you know, lots of oxygen with, with the plastics and, you know, taking on, you know, what types of clients are you seeing? Um, you know, don't, you know, obviously don't say any names, but like what, like yeah. what types of clients would be, are interested in, in this and, you know, when I, I'll take, I'll take a moment, um, um, and, and step back and, and give the background. When we started the discussion, uh, we said we could do small scales to a large scale. And we were very reserved about how we we're going to, you know, operate on that. And we even kind of a back push backward and says, well, let us just see how far we can push the technology further before we define our business model. That, that's kind of was the background of if you remember that. And so what we have been uh, telling is is actually exactly, you know, what is happening right now. We see customers from small scales that are interested uh, in us solving a solution that is is uh, as much as a B2B opportunity for a customer mm -hmm. to see a revenue on a very, very small scale, maybe 20 tons, 30 tons uh, uh, per day. That's kind of the numbers. And we've been approached by a uh, uh, major global organization as well. And there is experiment. It's probably you know a slower uh, process, I would say. I mean, we, we are the youngest uh, guy in the, in the neighborhood. I guess, but we've seen that type of activity as well. So all of this is funneling now uh, into us and, and it's about managing the expectations and managing the output. Excellent. Abe, do you have Abe? any thoughts on that? Sure. I was, I was going to say we can point to the uh, two announcements which uh, frame uh, the uh, essentially the backbone of the work that we're doing in 2022. And that is with uh, Switch Energy, where we're looking at uh, using agricultural wastes as the feedstock for the uh, work that we'll be doing. Um, so there's a mechanical process that they are using currently, and we will um, use our process to convert that into a chemical recycling on that material. And so that will help us to build and, and move to a commercial scale uh, unit. So we've uh, talked previously about our R1, which is bench, and R2, which is continuous flow, R3, which is the scale up uh, to tons per day uh, size. and so. You know, by the end of the year, you should be able to see the tons per day type um, operation in Ontario. And that operation will also allow us to be able to test the various different types of materials. So we're starting off with polyethylene and then we'll test on other types of materials and then start mixing those types of materials. The second one is uh, the work that we're doing uh, and uh, having discussions with at uh, Brightlands Camelot in the Netherlands, and, and that is an ecosystem um, in the Netherlands that uh, facilitates bringing in, you know, best-in-class uh, petrochemical companies who are looking at um, innovative technologies. And, and uh, we're really proud of the fact that uh, Brightlands has invited us to their campus and, and is in making those introductions to, you know, the major industry players, uh, you know, at novel new approach for uh, deconstructing of macromolecules. So they recognize that this is a non-thermolytic, so non-pyrolysis type of 
technology, which pyrolysis is taking the, um, it, it is going through its own uh, step change at the moment. There's a lot of innovation happening in pyrolysis and, and uh, uh, we are distinctly different from pyrolysis, pyrolysis. And so we are um, gaining some real recognition on the novelty of what our, uh, the type of work that we're doing. I, I, again, just to comment on, on Abe, it, it feels ground that uh, we're getting uh, and, and this is really positive. We're getting approaches from cross continent. So I think we are up to the level in terms of awareness a little bit and the technology is being notified. I, I had just today um, um, a call with an organization from uh, the Middle East and uh, uh, those are global organizations that has uh, things in mind and, and strategy in place. And some of them have already have uh, unit in place and, and strategy in place, and yet they are still interested to see what we're doing. So it just speaks a little bit to the novelty of the things. This is a very, very early stage, and to me, time is in favor of us. So every day we are progressing, is every day we're making a process and a progress, which means that we have a better solution to present to those guys. Excellent. Let's let's jump into a little bit of you know revenue. And those expectations, I think uh, a lot of investors will be curious about that. So, what are your, uh, what are you kind of expecting for revenues, um, and where where do you think that source will be from? Right. So we we have uh, we have uh, stayed a bit away because you know it's it was an R and D, and we we as usual cater to our behavior, I guess, uh, just to stay a little bit modest and careful in what we're doing. Uh, we build a program basically, and this is the background for what I'm going to tell you. We build a program where we engage customers in, in a very early stage. We, we understand what are they looking for, and then we invite them to, to the lab for some sessions, and that is the demonstration. And you heard us doing the same again and again and again. And uh, from that point, there is a, a, a discussion about future activities. Some of them are more interested into the licensing, and some of them are interested into us helping them and build all on operate and you know rep, maybe revenue sharing. And so at this point of time, we have about five of those uh, possible potential customers in the pipeline that we are working with. And I anticipate some of them will, will come in in the next year and we'll be able to say them. To tell you exactly how much it is and where it is, I think it's a little bit too early, but it is coming. And it will, it will start with um, uh, maybe a research contract. Uh, so they won't be a, a sizable, but maybe it will be you know, two or three of them because they'll be in different continents. And then the concept will be to establish a pilot in that area, which at that point will expand to a commercial implication, which later, if you see that this is where the stick could come uh, and become meaningful, you, you can, all you need to do is just multiple it, just replicate it. So the polyethylene unit, you know, we, we decided on starting with a PE unit uh, because it's a sellable uh, product that I think, I don't know, within three years, uh, it's safe to say we could uh, maybe sell commercial product of, uh, of, that, of that type of process uh, in a way. So that's what we see. So really installing pilots uh, internationally and then growing them commercially and replicate them, you know, within their territory. So that means establishing local teams. That means a little bit more awareness of the research that we need to do back, you know, to support that. But it also means creating revenue fairly early because if you remember, Graham, our goal is also to operate on multiple plastic that is otherwise harder to process in the, in the plastic application specifically. And, and so our interest is to show revenue as soon as we can in order to be able to 
not always you know lean on investors just to complement that with investors money so that, that's just, just creating the path between small scale to large scale operation excellent Abe, do you have anything to add on to that no i, I think over stated well that we uh, will be um you know uh, concise in our plan to uh, uh walk towards pa uh, revenue uh, this year and that revenue is going to come from you know engagement of uh client trials, uh, you know, right. as we engage with them and, and uh, there's information data that uh, they will uh, benefit from. And uh, so these client trial uh, type of program is a form of business development. It uh, engages us with our future customers. Excellent. Well, it seems like, you know, you have the recipe set. I mean, you got third party validation, moving to pilots, global recognition, or recognition um, through what you're working on. So I think the next year could be pretty exciting for, for a lot of people that have been following the story. Yeah. So I'll leave the last words to you guys. Um, any, any last words for investors, please uh, feel free to share and uh, looking forward to having you back, obviously to talk more and dig deeper into uh, kind of uh, technology and what, what's gonna be going on here in the next, uh, next year. I'll let Abe maybe uh, do his word if you want to the start of it sure I, I think for investors if you're taking a look at uh, an innovative technology companies and who our comparators are out there and how they are performing um, we are just a step behind where they're at and uh, many of them are using a, a pyrolysis or a, a variation of pyrolysis technology and uh, they are having significant impact i mean um, uh, and the volume of plastic uh, waste that is out there is significant. So while they are our competitors and they we are all peer groups that are all looking to address the same problem, uh, there's this waste stream. We need to identify it as a uh, uh, resource that can be used. And innovation in uh, these technologies, uh, there's lots of opportunity for them and uh, Adura will play a role in those. So if investors are having a look at um, you know where Adura is currently, what our valuation is currently, there's a number of peer companies to have a look at uh, as a guide for where we are headed to. Excellent, thank you. Um, I'll say uh, just as, as for the evaluation, I mean, I, I my delivery is is way, way undervalued than it should be. That, that's the starting point. I always say that because I think there is a lot of unstored, unlocked potential that could only be seen once. You know, even if you know what you do, you need those contracts, you need those those agreements in place to show the, the public that they are convinced. And so it's before and the after. So the investor could choose when when he can uh, he likes to put his money on. I'd like to say that um, uh, I, you know, not as opposed to it, but I think uh, there is a place to pyrosis uh, and to what we're doing. In other words, maybe some people will view that as a compare or as a as a Competition, but I think we overall we will not solve all of the problems, and we will see us working nearby technologies in the front and the back end. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we will work near priority process uh, at some point of time. And to the investor, um, I'd like also to say that you know we are fully committed to the bitumen. So you know we don't say anything about it because we want to move on and we invest a lot of money right now in, in assets in the ground to help us demonstrate the bitumen side. So just understand investors that we are not forgetting about it. We, we're fully committed to understand what's going on. And last uh, word is, is maybe a, uh, a hope that they would look at what we have been agreeing with 
our past investors in the past and 100% committed to, it wasn't an easy uh, task to do, but 100% committed to execute. And so I, I, I'd like to think of us as uh, leading by example. And in other words, if we are you know, uh, saying that we'll do it, we will work very hard to execute. So that Excellent. type of confidence, I'm hoping will resonate with investors that look at us over the long run. I don't think they should look at us over the short run, absolutely over the long run. Yeah, no, for sure. I think uh, nobody can question the execution that you guys set forth. And um, the more that you continue to hit these targets and execute, the I think the more and more um, loyal the uh, investor base is going to become. And I think you do have a pretty loyal investor base as is right now. So hopefully yeah. we can continue to grow on that and appreciate you guys coming on today. And uh, we'll have you back very shortly um, to discuss much. some more developments. Oh, looking forward. Thank you, Amy. And thank you to the Stock Fam uh, team for you know, their support and, and uh, keeping us on our toes and asking <laughs> tough questions. <laughs> awesome. We'll Thank you guys. Asking tough questions. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this interview. To hear more interviews as well as our other investor education content, please subscribe to the podcast and visit our website at stockfamgroup.com where you will gain full access to all of our free educational platforms. Also, to view the video versions of much of our content, Follow us on YouTube at StockFamTV.